What's going on, Bishas? Welcome to the Daily Swole Podcast 2604. It's Friday, June the 23rd, and that means that after today's live stream, we have an amazing overtime segment for members only. We have a brand new Drive Mulganing. We have brand new Balls Deep edits, and we'll also watch a throwback video. Oh my God, it's a fun time, and it's exclusively for members. Join us, SwoleNormousX.com. Join the fam, get access to all the exclusive bonus content for members, including all the programs yoga, nutrition, meditation, everything to crush your seven pillars. Join the fam today, SwoleNormousX.com. The following program is rated TVMANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Transitioning young people. Come on. Want to become a woman? Daddy. Let's go. Cut everything off immediately. Common sense and logic. She was 12, I was 30. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 26 hundo in quattro of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, leaves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and yo hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back with another episode. Today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you as powered is sponsored by Everson K2 Flexing on all you be. It's the fucking juggling one. All right, fam. Welcome to the FEFCast. We also have an exclusive members only segment right after. We have overtime today with a brand new driving while gaming. It's going to be awesome. Plus some brand new balls deep edits. Those are the same ones that we show in the throwback portion of Balls Deep on the public stream. So you have time. Join us, SwoleNormousX.com, and get access to all the exclusive members' content, including all the programs, yoga, meditation, everything. SwoleNormousX.com. You still have time to join right now, and you can get in. You can get in. We're going to feature it inside the Daily Soul Telegram chat. It's going to be fucking lit. I'm excited. So uh, hit the thumbs up button if you're watching on Rumble. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you share the show with yo beaches that need some knowledge cock. Everyone hit the thumbs up button right now. Where's, hey, hit the motherfucking. Wait, your biggest 
because she has a this. Hit the fucking thumbs up button. It takes two seconds if you're on YouTube. Just hit it. It makes a big difference. Trust me. A lot more people will get uh, notified that we're live. So hit the thumbs up, drop in the comments. What are you smashing today? Let's get into today's episode. Let's kick it off, fam. It's going to be a great one. And uh, let's summon the Falcon and get today's party started. Let's fucking go. What are you smashing today? Yes, sir. Right, hashtag Fef, it's fuck'em Friday. Now, there might be some people that are new to the show, so drop in the comments, what are you doing to celebrate Fef? What does Fef mean? We always gotta define it. What does Fef mean? We call it fuck'em Friday. What does fuck'em Friday mean? Drop in the comments down below. Hashtag Fef. We'll give this wool card away at the end of today's episode. Now, Vicious, let's spit on it, moisturize, and get into that tip. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. Gotta, 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 always gotta spin. Gotta get it in there. How, how else are we gonna get it in there? I mean, it's because because <laughs> you can't just jam it in. Hey, what's it over there? Squirrel. <laughs> All right, doesn't work like that. All right, we got our first swole fam post. Obviously, um, it's Christian, and obviously, if she's uh, you know, if she's on the you know, the show, she's got to be smiling. Just of course, smiling wave, boys. Right? Smiling wave. Now let's read the post, but let's actually zoom out a little bit. I'll read it, but you got to check out that awesome fucking tank. That's awesome. By the way, cause she's wearing it. If you're just a listener of the show and you're not a member, make sure you go over to papaswolio.com and use code USA at checkout for 20% off, including this new guns and guns, bacon and freedom design. It's an awesome design and all 4th of July merch uh, until the end of the month is 20% off if you use code USA. So check out that collection. I love the new design. Christian says, hopefully I can walk tomorrow. Serious leg pump today. Oh my quads. I love leg day, but this one had me cursing some, LOL. I guess that's how you know it was a good one. Definitely time for yoga, yoga studio. Here I come. Yow. Let's get Yow. a little man with him. Good for you, Christian. Thanks for sharing. Love the smile. Love the gear. <gasps> Speaking of swole sluts, we got another one. And obviously the swole slut card is backwards, but it's just a mirror effect with the selfie. But Joanne is flexing her brand new swole card. That's a nice one. It's a swole slut card. Joanne says home from work and about to do some swolga in front of the fire. It's damn cold here in Australia at the moment. Jeez. Uh, really? oh, I guess it's winter, right? When it's summer here, it's winter there. I was so happy to see my swole card has arrived. Finally, one to call my own. I did win one uh, one years ago, but had issues with my email, so I never followed it up. 
So I'm double stoked to finally have this arrive. Just the encouragement I needed after a long day. Oh no. Oh no. You had issues with your email. You know, sometimes they get lost in the mail. We can't do anything about that, but it does take a while now. The mail is a lot slower since the vid, but obviously a lot of you that order uh, or not order because we have different shipping placements around the world. But if you get a swole card, sometimes it just takes a while. So I'm glad you got it. I'm glad you finally got it. Fantastic. Fantastic. What a good swole slut card. Uh, let's say hi to some people in the Telegram chat. What's up, D? Dora? Dora's showing a picture of, oh my God, that's a screenshot. Look at me. I'm on the TV. Oh my God, I'm on the TV. Hi, Dora. Hi. 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 She just took a screenshot of me on the TV. So now she's going to, it's going to be weird. Breaking the fourth wall. Hi, Dora. How are we doing? <laughs> All right. Let's get into uh, an email response. We got a great one from our very own T Capizzi. So if you're not on the email list, we got a big one going out today. So don't miss out on that. We send out pretty much, we send out like four five, six emails a week. So make sure you get on the email list. If your inbox is flaccid or if your inbox looks like roast beef and it's just really stretched out, you might be, your inbox is probably really loose from just getting gang banged all the time with spam and promotions. And I get it. I get it. It's wait, settle down. I know the email box, your email box looks like roast beef. I get it. Your inbox is all, it, it, it's sloppy. Yeah, meat curtains, Matthew. It's it's brutal. But trust me, the knowledge cock is big enough to make it feel brand new again. All right? I'll make you feel like a virgin. Sign up for the email list. Cerny <laughs> says, well, I'm 67. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> um, okay, okay. All right. All right. So I'll make you feel like a virgin. All right. I'll make you feel brand new again. Trust me. I'll make you feel like you're um, like, I was going to say, make you feel like you're 14, but that'd be a little bit awkward. That's inappropriate. Um, 18. I'll make you feel young again. Let's just put it that way. All right. <laughs> make email swollegan.com. Make email swollegan.com and get my knowledge cock in your inbox. Trust me. It'll just make your phone slightly heavier. You'll get an email and all of a sudden your phone will be like, whoa. What is that? That just just feels like a big old vein. All right. Anyway, just, just, Lindsay says four kids later. Okay, just just sign up for the fucking email list. All right, Jesus Christ, you get the point. You get the point. I'll make you feel tight again. All right. Response to the email: What do I eat? And we got one from TCAP. TCAP says I recommend going all in on the elimination diet. I resisted it the first nine months. I didn't want to give up coffee. Then we talked in December at a round table and I went all in. I had eliminated coffee in October and I'm so glad I did. It's not perfect every day, but it's better than it was. Because of the elimination diet, I found out I do best on strict carnivore. I was able to get off all my meds because of this way of eating. I was on some nasty ADHD ones. Please give it a try. You won't be sorry. Dude, that's fantastic. The TCAP always, he's always on with the, uh, TCAP's always on stage with the round tables. And always giving great feedback and experience, but yeah, that's dead on. Now I, of course, I mean, I'm, I, I didn't, I, I drink coffee, but at the same time, I do feel good when I don't drink it. Bottom line, you don't want to be addicted to it. You don't want to be dependent on it. So I, I use it strategically. Um, some, sometimes I have a little bit too much, but sometimes I make more and I just don't drink at all. Uh, the most important thing when it comes to caffeine is you don't want to have it 
later in the day. You don't want to be drinking it at like two, three, four o'clock. So I'm like wrapping this up right now because after this, I'm going to probably make some gains, probably make, get a sick fucking pump, something like that. But anyway, if you want to improve your mental health, if you want to improve all these preventable diseases, you know, we tend to overdiagnose things like everyone has ADHD. Everyone's on the spectrum. Everyone's this, everyone's that. Well, when you're exposing your body, when you have kids, when they're in the womb and before you have children, when you're exposing yourself to all these plastics and phthalates and parabens and toxins and glyphosate and atrazine and you're eating crap when and you're not sleeping and you're stressed out and you're not exercising, you're eating inflammatory foods. I mean, what do you expect is going to happen? You're, of course, you're going to have side effects. Of course, you're going to feel low mood or you're going to feel quote unquote depressed. And this is not to say that some people don't have severe issues that are genetic and inherited. And of course, but environmental factors fire these genes. They turn these things on epigenetics and some people are more predisposed to having imbalances. But of course, uh, a lot of those imbalances are because of lifestyle habits. You're not taking care of yourself. You subject yourself to a shitty environment of blue light all the time. No, no sunlight. You're not exercising. You're eating crap. You're staying up late. You're mentally stressed. I mean, it snowballs. No one just has a bad day and like, oh, I'm depressed now. But you compound this stuff over fucking 15, 20 years. Why are you surprised that you suffer from depression? No, you gave yourself this fucking problem. And a lot of times it's preventable or you can mitigate it tremendously. So there's no magic fix. But if you put the effort in, yeah, you can manage this stuff in a big way. All right. Papa Swolio says to stop my medication, cold turkey. No, I did not say that. Papa Swolio says depression doesn't exist. I think in most cases it doesn't. I think it's created. I think it's in your fucking head because it literally is. It's your perception. It's your result of your habits. It doesn't mean that for some people it's not more serious than others. So just keep that in mind. You have much more in your control and your perception, You, the way you perceive life and the way you subject yourself to your environment. It might be an unpopular opinion, but a lot of people want to play the victim. They want to take a pill and they want to defend the fact that they're on medication and that they've labeled themselves someone that suffers from this. Like, oh, I'm the victim. Depression's attacking me. But then you look at their lifestyle and I'm not surprised that you are fucking miserable. Look at what you do every day. Oh, you're miserable. You're on social media all the time. You eat crap. You barely sleep. You hate your fucking job. No shit. You never go out and stand on fucking grass or get sunlight or meditate. Shocker that you feel bad. Okay. In other words, right? Like it's like the same thing with the thyroid thing. You eat garbage and you trash yourself and then your thyroid gets fucked and then you blame your thyroid for not being able to lose weight. It's like, no, no, no. You trash that. You trashed your shit. And then you wonder why you can't fucking make changes because you fucked your shit up. All right. I'm on fire already. He's on fire. JPK, Papa Swilio hurt my feelings. I feel like that needs to be a new shirt. We have the what would Papa Swilio do? Be like, yeah, raise your hand if Papa Swilio hurt your feelings today. Ooh, ooh, me, me. Good. Allow them to get hurt. <sighs> Mr. Strickland. God. All right, get on the email list. Uh, let's get into some questions. Okay, if you got a question, hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. And of course, like I mentioned earlier, we have an overtime segment for members that goes live right after this. So we're going to go deep. Or we're going to go even deeper in overtime. So you still have time to join swanormousx.com and 
not only do you get access to all the private member segments, but you get access to, I mean, you get access to the roundtables. We have another roundtable next week. We have accountability meetings every single Monday with exclusive releases, private member Q&A, and the overtime every Friday with brand new Dragon Ball gainings and balls deep edits. Not only that, when you join, you get access to all the programs, 300 plus yoga classes, meditation sessions, elimination diet, everything. So join us. Nothing's better than the Swole Fam. Nothing's better than the Swole Fam. We were just talking about that in the Telegram chat yesterday. We were talking about how awesome the fucking Swole Fam is. Because I opened the Telegram chat and I just see all these like pictures and people crushing it and showing their meals and going out on hikes and stuff. I'm like, man, the Swole Fam is fucking absolutely off the charts. Um, HXPE. We got a first question. All right. Uh, we'll take a call next. But book recommendations? Well, what kind of book? What kind of book do you like? Atomic Habits is a great book if you want something that's like productive and improving yourself. Atomic Habits is a great book. Breath by James Nestor is a great one when it comes to sleep. Um, Why We Sleep by Matt Walker. If you're looking for fitness books and health books, um, those are great. The Great Cholesterol Myth is great to learn more about cholesterol and garbage medical practices that have biased mainstream medicine for decades. Uh, you love reading, just picking your brain. I mean, well, it depends. Like there's so many different topics of books, like science fiction, history, 48 Laws of Power is a great book. Mastery is a great book. If you like science fiction, my favorite is Hyperion. Dune's great. And a lot of people say, oh, I love Dune. The movie came out and they read one fucking book. I mean, if you if you read only the first Dune how fucking dare you? You're missing out. It gets so much better. The first book is like, it's good. It's really good. But the other ones, the second one's a hard read. You got to get through it. Trust me, read it. But then getting to like the third and the fourth one, he died before he finished the last two. So his son had to take over and it's like, it's, it's hard to follow in the footsteps of a genius, but at least the story was concluded. But man, like the other books, like third, fourth, fifth, they're fucking sick. They're unreal. So read those. Hyperion's awesome. Four book series. Doom? No, Dune. Dune, not Doom. Matt Damon. <laughs> anyway, so that's some science fiction stuff. I love to read, but I don't sit down during the day and like read. Because I'm always like, I like to move. So I like to listen to podcasts and stuff. Audiobooks, I, I, I can be a fan, but... It's not the same. Some books you really need to see, but I'll listen to it. I'll get the idea, but I do like listening to podcasts where the people that wrote the book talk and I can get the idea of their approach. But I like podcasts because they're up to date, they're current, and I can get information and listen while I'm doing other things because I like to lift weights and walk the dogs and do stuff and I can listen. I'm not going to sit there for two hours and read. I do like that and I think it's valuable, but it's like, I like to move. I like to do stuff. So, yeah, physical books are great, but, you know, whatever you guys like to do. But I do like to, I do like to read. I read before bed. I read in bed. And I like science fiction. Because if I read something that's informational, it'll just keep me awake. So science fiction, it's, I like it because it's creative and it gets my mind, you know, thinking about this other world. And then I, so science fiction is great before bed for me. I'm your podcast of choice right now. <laughs> let's go. All right, let's take a call. If you got a call, 
or you got a question you want to call in to the show, go to askpapaswilio.com and fucking call in. Don't just talk about it. Don't just think about it. Do it. We got one from Juan Lopez. You're online. Okay, it's taking me a couple of tries to uh, get this out in one sentence, but I think we did this. Very consistent with my gym training because of my girlfriend. Oh, we did this one yesterday. Okay, thanks for calling in. We just we did that one yesterday. All right, so that must have been all right. That was an error. So let's take it. Well, anyway, if you want to call in, I thought that one was a new one. Didn't get deleted. So let's see. XCE boy zero times two. What is the best diet plan for one year? There is one. That's a stupid fucking question. I'm just going to say that with all due respect, because I don't respect that question at all. You need to eat properly for the rest of your life. I don't know what the fuck that means. The best diet plan for one year, like real fucking food, the same one it is for the other year. The same, like, what does that even mean? What are you trying to accomplish? There's no best diet plan for one year. There's a best diet protocol and way to approach nutrition for the rest of your life. Terrible question. Terrible question. Vic Bacal, Papa Solio, how big are your biceps? Big enough to fuck your mother. Emotional oh. damage. I don't sit around and measure my biceps. That's a weird thing to do. Uh, Gautam for real. Papa Solio, do you often take breaks from the gym? No. I recover properly between workouts. So there's a lot that we talk about when it comes to deloading. We do have programs in X and they actually have deloading periods or a week. That was nice. And the reason why we have some programs with deloading in there is because it's teaching people what a deload is. And a lot of people have never done a training program before, so they don't know what a deload is. So it gets you experience to, oh, downshifting or learning how to change a protocol in the middle of making progress in the middle of a larger macro program. But in reality, if you're recovering properly between workouts, you never have to take a break, nor should you, in my opinion. So you don't need to. You don't need to take a break from the gym. The reason why people need to, oh, I take a week off or two off because I need to recover. That's because you're overtraining. You're under-recovering. It's a big problem. It's a big problem, and people don't understand that. We talked about it every day. I'm going to continue to talk about it because if you are scheduling your shit based on a seven-day cycle, and I think we really have to get off that. Enough with the seven-day bullshit. Just because it's Monday, just because it's Friday doesn't mean a certain body part has to get trained today. Just because you train, if you train on Saturday, just because it's Monday again doesn't mean you're recovered and you could start from scratch and then you hit the same, another body part. You need to recover. It doesn't matter if it's seven days or it's nine days or it's 12 days or it's 14 days or it's 20 days. You could do a split that's a lot larger depending on how long you need to recover from a specific workout. If you're doing a high intensity training and you're doing a lot of overload and you're training consistently, you need that time in order to repair, not just your physical body, which recovers fairly quickly, but your nervous system, because that's what's creating the strength. That's what's creating the muscle contraction. That's what can get very, very overstimulated and overtrained and overworked. So stop worrying about the seven day cycle and make sure you're recovering and repairing during your workouts. If you're training every other day, or if you're doing going to the gym and lifting heavy and trying to train intensely, because you can't train with high intensity. You can't train consistently with high intensity. If you're training every fucking day, you're just going to burn yourself out. You're really not training with a full cup. You're training at like a fraction of your recovery. Just fact. If you're training hard on Monday and then you're going back on Tuesday to lift heavy again, and you're going back on Wednesday, to lift heavy again, you're not fully recovered. 
doesn't mean you won't have a good workout. doesn't mean your strength might not be improving temporarily, but after a while, you're going to need to deload. You're going to get hurt. You're going to stop seeing progress because you're not actually recovering hundred percent between subsequent workouts. So for me, I'll do a three, four, or five day type of cycle where I'll split up body parts over the course of five or so days. And I'll do like a nine, 10 or 12 day split by the time I repeat, but I'm recovering hundred percent by the time I get around to doing shoulders or chest or quads or leg, whatever it is, my, whatever my split is, those muscles are fully recovered and I'm seeing progress on a regular basis. I'm going up in reps, which is volume. I'm going up in weight. I'm increasing my ability, my strength. And if I'm not improving, if the weights aren't going up, if the reps aren't going up, let's say I did 200 last week, if, and I did it for six reps, if I'm not doing 200 for seven or eight, or I'm doing 205 or 210 for six, then I'm not recovering enough. I'm not training intensely enough. I'm not pushing myself hard enough. I'm not creating that kind of progressive overload. My body isn't adapting to anything. So I need to go back and recognize whether or not I'm recovering sufficiently uh, because otherwise I would be super compensating and building muscle and building improving strength. So just keep that in mind. I, I don't take breaks from the gym. If I need more recovery, I will just take more days before my next intense training session. And that should make a lot of sense. So yes, what was yesterday? Yesterday, I still trained. I still did some mobility. I did some calves. I did just some general stuff. I could do some club swinging, but I didn't train intensely. And then today I'm probably going to train intensely, but if my weights, if everything's going up, that means I'm recovering in time. If I do the same way I did last time, I'm doing more reps or I can improve with the resistance. That means I'm recovering sufficiently and my body is doing well. If I stop making progress, then I need to look at the programming and maybe I'm not recovering enough and everyone's different. So some people will recover faster. Of course, anabolic steroids can improve your recovery time, but some people will recover more rapidly from intense training. And other people might take, so some, one person might be able to repeat a body part in four days or five days or six days. Another person might take nine days. And it depends on the volume, your intensity, your age, right? Your nutrition, your sleep, so people feel like they have to do, let's say, you know, the classic chest on Monday. Well, it's Monday coming up. So then you have, you're doing chest on Monday. Why are you arbitrarily doing chest on Monday? First off, the international chest day is whatever, but just because it's Monday, you're doing chest, you're letting the schedule, you're letting the calendar, which isn't real life. Time is linear. You're not, it's just a cycle. It just gives us some kind of organization. So because it says Monday on the calendar, oh, this sun rose again, that means I'm doing chest. What if you're not recovered? Then you're beating up a muscle that's already fatigued and not fully repaired. You're going to hurt yourself. You're not going to have full strength output. You're not going to have a great workout. You're going to wear down your body when it's not fully repaired. Okay, so that was a long answer, but it's always important. Every time we get that question, I want to reiterate that because most people get brainwashed into thinking that because it's Monday, you start over again just because it's Monday. It doesn't make sense. Mamsi, can we lift weights during pregnancy or maybe less and how to keep my belly not to blah after the birth? Well, that's not a technical term, is it? Uh, can we lift weights during pregnancy? One, I think everyone should lift weights, period. Of course, everyone's different, so go based on your doctor and your health care and your, your birth plan and stuff like that. Uh, usually this is usually how it works. You don't want to add new stress when you're pregnant. 
So if you're already lifting weights and you're healthy and you're exercising, and you're doing yoga and you get pregnant, usually most cases, at least with the first and second trimester, you're able to maintain and just keep an eye on things and do things the same as you always did because your body is used to that stress. But you don't want to be like, you know, unhealthy and you get pregnant. Oh shit. And then you start a heavy resistance training program. That's a new stress. And that can really, that's not a good time for your body to, so you should be really fit and taking care of yourself ahead of time. And then of course, as you get later in the pregnancy, you're not going to be necessarily doing, you're going to have to adjust and probably decrease the intensity. You're not going to be doing stuff. You're not going to be doing burpees on your fucking stomach. If you, you catch my drift or T-bar rows, you know, and you're compressing your stomach, you got to adjust things and everyone's different. So you want to make sure you're talking to your healthcare practitioner or whatever you're doing, whether it's a natural birth or whatever like that. So the healthier you are ahead of time going into the pregnancy, the better you're going to, the better time you're going to have when you're pregnant. And remember nutrition, you're not eating for two. That's a big fucking myth. You're not, you shouldn't be gaining a hundred pounds when you're pregnant. What's the average? Was it 20, 30 pounds, something like that. So people just, if you're just compulsively eating and you're using it as an excuse to eat for two, yeah, you're going to get fat and you're going to stretch yourself out and it's not healthy. So you just got to be really aware of that. You just need to eat healthily. Your body will be We'll take care of it. Sammy Bergman, how much do you, how much do you give yourself time to recover between lifts? You mean in a workout, if you're trying to do a maximum to failure set and that's what you're doing, uh, you definitely want to give yourself at least three to five minutes, probably five to 10 minutes. It might seem like a lot, but if you're trying to get maximum effort, if you're doing like the maximum swole program, it really needs to be like a minimum of like minimum of three to five minutes usually between max, between max effort. And of course, if you're doing a superset, that's different, but you know, if you, you want to make sure that you're fully ready to give your absolute to failure. And if you're doing circuit training, going from one exercise to the next, to the next, to the next, you're just doing cardio. Let's see. Chantal Graft, Papa Swolia. Last three weeks, I was working on my exam for interior designer. Listen, three weeks nonstop to your podcast. It got ugly. Wake up at five and pop a swollio my ear holes until 22 hours. Got ugly. That ain't ugly at all. You're making some fucking ear gains. Good for you. Good for you. I hope uh, your ear holes were all stretched out. You get addicted to that knowledge cock, right? I know. Because, because. I know. I know. Frank, Papa Solio, I'm 51 years old with shoulder issues. I was doing classic push-pull leg split. What kind of split would you recommend based on your recovery model? Goal is to build strength. You could do the same thing. For you, it's going to be the the intensity, and it's going to be how much recovery you have between push-pull and legs. So you need to temper your volume. I would just personally do one set to failure, and that failure can be 5 reps, 10 reps. It could be 15 as long as you're going to failure, but... Um, shoulder issues, corrective exercise, yoga, whatever you need to do to address those issues depends on what the issue is. That's a vague statement, you know, like what the problem is in your shoulder. It could be your biceps tendon. It could be a bunch of things. So, uh, that kind of splits great. You also might want to spread it out a little bit more. You could do something where you're doing chest and back. You can do shoulders on a separate day. It really depends on how, what your schedule is and what your recovery profile is. Your goal is to build strength. There's nothing wrong with push-pull legs. It's just going more intensely and decreasing the volume and allowing more time between subsequent workouts. You're you're probably going to really like the maximum swole program. Trying to get that out ASAP. I know we announced it. Launch 
release party announcement. So it'll be available soon. Ray Papasolio, what makes people close-minded regarding nutrition? For instance, people saying never do carnivore or never do veganism or that only one diet is best for everyone. Well, people can only speak from their personal experience. And I speak from personal experience and also what has helped thousands of people because I get the emails and the comments and people that work. I, I think humans are much more similar than they are different. And people are closed-minded about most things. You know, they've been brainwashed their entire life. People, you know, you're, you're told certain things since you were little. And it's, it's just the way people are. It's, it, it's, it's the ego, too. A lot of people don't want to admit when they're wrong or confront themselves, thinking that, oh, there could be a better way. I could be incorrect. So it's easier just to shut down and ignore and poo-poo anything else that's not what you are already comfortable with and what fits your paradigm of the world. Same thing goes with politics and social issues and stuff. Um, a lot of people also don't want results. They really don't want to challenge themselves. And they're much more satisfied surrounding themselves with people that don't want results either. That way they can feel better about not achieving anything themselves. Just a couple ideas off the top of my head. Grizzly, Papa Swole, in your opinion, why can't people take accountability and just make excuses left and right? Uh, same thing that I answered to Ray. It's the same thing. It's the ego. It's fear of the unknown. It's stepping outside what other people are doing. It's thinking independently. People are much more comfortable with the hive mind mentality. They just do what other people do. They say what other people say. They buy things that other people would want to buy as well. They purchase things or wear things or act a certain way that would be acceptable to others so they can belong. And that's why anything that's different or challenges that is shunned because it's easier to not change than it is to think for yourself. It could be a scary prospect, and that's an evolutionary adaptation, in my opinion, because if you thought against the group or you weren't a part of that like hunter-gatherer community, you're off on your own. And if you're in the wild, not the world we live in, if you're just in the fucking woods and you're all by yourself rather than a tribe of 20 people, uh, you're probably going to die. So it was a very risky prospect to be an outcast. But that doesn't mean that being an outcast is wrong. If you're talking about fundamental, like the basics, like, you know, you hunt, you this, you that, and you have one person that kills a member of the tribe, like that person should be cast out because then they put everyone else at risk. You can't trust that person. Now it's just a lot more psychological. It's not the, you don't have the, we're not, we're not fighting over the basics now. We're not arguing over the basics. It's not like, how do we get food? At least in our society. How do we find shelter? A lot of that is pretty ubiquitous, which has never really been the case in history. And a lot of countries and places still don't have that to this day. So we have to have gratitude for that. So there's a lot of other types of belonging. And that's the problem with hashtag culture and social media is that it gets fractioned or fractionated so much that there's always like there's belonging and there's sub belonging. And that's why, you know, you have things with the liberals and the left and you have all this neo racism and stuff that's coming back and they kind of eat their own and you know, you're more victimized than the other person. You're more marginalized. Well, you know, I'm black. Well, I'm black and I'm handicapped and I'm black and I'm handicapped and I'm trans and I'm black. And 
So everyone's fighting to be the most unique. And then it kind of like breaks itself down. That's why a lot of it's falling apart now because everyone's trying to be the most marginalized as a race to the bottom on the left. Anyway, um, Freddie, we can talk more about it, but I'll try to keep the answers more brief so we can get to more of this awesome questions. Um, Papa Solio, people talk about back rounding being bad. Could a lower back that cannot round, that cannot round that much be bad? Everyone's going to be different. Mobility is very important. Why would a lower back not be able to round? It's all about what you expose your body to and what you train yourself to. Do you have fusions? Do you have like a bar? Are you actually physically limited because of surgery or something? Back rounding is bad if it's not trained to do that. So if you do Jefferson curls, the back rounds, that's the whole point is you're rounding under load. Now, of course, when you're doing Jefferson curls, you don't just go and like, hey, I've never done Jefferson curls before. And you pick up 315 pounds and stretch, you can hurt yourself. But if you build up that kind of mobility, mobility is a strength through a full range of motion. So you start with five pounds or 10 pounds and you're stretching and you're holding, you can build up very safely to heavier weights. So backgrounding is all about the context. If your body is not used to that movement and all of a sudden, let's say you have a flat back and you're doing a deadlift and your back, you never do like mobility or Jefferson curls or anything and your back is flat, your back is flat. And then all of a sudden for one lift, your back kind of rounds, ooh, pop, because it's undertrained and it's an anomaly with the form for that movement for you as an individual. So it's all about the context. John, between set times depends on your goals and what you're working. Papa taught me through the virtual arms workout, uh, keeping the time brief for a solid pump. Larger muscles demand more oxygen and take more time. Yeah, and there's different ways to do it. You know, I've done workouts in the past where I had shorter rest periods. I think it's also a matter of my experience, my goals now. And the way I train now, like I said, it wasn't the way, it's not the way I trained two years ago. And I think you should obviously and always be ameliorating. You should be changing your approach should be adapting to the times the way I train now I've been training for over 20 years so the way for me to create stimulus to grow a little bit more and to develop and improve in strength after all this time of my body being exposed to stress and to all these stimuli it needs to be a different approach than just tons of volume and tons of sets I can't do it I can't recover I'm just fatigued I'm exhausted I don't look forward to it it burns me out so I need to do intense and very low volume and it's working a lot better for me now so you can I think most people would benefit from that. But of course, when you're 22 years old, you can get away with a lot more. You'll, your recovery will be much more improved in general. In general, there are a lot of young people that are extremely unhealthy, but usually testosterone levels are higher and your body hasn't been subjected to a lot of, like any kind of stress. When you're newer to the gym, you're in your first few years of training, most everything is new. There's so many things that your body has never been exposed to, which means that it's a new stress. It's a novel stimuli. So your body is more likely to get a, to have a reaction to adapt to that. So people that are new to the gym that have never trained before, you're going to, you're going to get results pretty much with whatever you do. And, and, and that's a big thing that people have to understand is that when you're new to the gym, when you're new to training, they call it newbie gains, but it's just because it, it's a stimuli. So when I, when I train in the gym, I have to really pay attention and I have to really create a stimuli, which is going to be a lot of weight. It's going to be to failure. I just can't do a lot of volume with it in order to create the stimulus that's going to actually, after 20 years, lead me to more growth. But if you're new to the gym, everything is new and everything is an overload. 
So you can pretty much do any kind of program and get some kind of results. So, Sarah, what are you going to be for Halloween? I don't, nothing. <laughs> okay, it's June. No, I'm not going to, nothing. Ah, all right. So let's see. Dun, 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 dun. One moment. I just got to take care of one thing quick. Dun, 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 dun. All righty. We'll take a couple more questions and we're going to move right in because when we got balls deep, I just need to make sure that this. Perfect. Yeah, we have moderators. If there's something going on, just delete. You guys are moderators for a fucking reason. Handle it. John, Danny, you can handle it. All right, one second. Here we go. I already took care of this last time. You got to do it every time. Okay. Sweet. All right. Papa, have you ever tried a smartwatch? Do you like it if you have? I did the, I got the whoop strap a couple years ago. It was like 2020. I, I got one. I wore it for a little bit. And it left a mark on my wrist and it wasn't completely accurate. I just never really looked at the data and I stopped wearing it. I don't like wearables. I don't like shit that gets in the way. I don't, I'm not a big fan of watches and stuff. Definitely don't want like that kind of Bluetooth and stuff on my body all the time. So I did a little bit, but. And then after and then after a while it started not even reporting. So I would look and it'd be like missing for a day or two. I'm like, why am I wearing this if it's not even gonna get the data? It's like I know if I'm sleeping better. I don't need the watch to be like, oh, you got a good night's sleep last night. I'll know if I got a good night's sleep last night if I fucking wake up and I feel good. Oh, your sleep score was this. Oh fuck you. Fuck you. I don't fucking need you to tell me if I got good sleep. I know how to get better sleep. I need to fucking go to sleep earlier and make a consistent cold room and get up at the same time. And yeah, <laughs> that's how you get better sleep. Who shocker. Uh, bring a dog, bring a dog. Papa soy. How do you feel about hit high intensity interval training? Great for cardio. Great for cardio. Cardio should be zone two interval. So you can do longer periods of time at a higher interval and brief do your high intensity, but it's cardio. If you want to build muscle, that's not how to do it. Uh, Sarah says you could be a purple-haired trans woman with a septum ring for Halloween. I mean, I could do that any day. Right now, I'm a purple-haired trans woman with a septum ring. But Papa, your hair isn't purple, and you don't have a septum piercing. Well, I identify as having one. Why are you judging me? How dare you? How fucking dare you? How dare you? I can do that whenever I want. I just got to say it. Silly goose. All right, uh, let's move into some balls deep content. Let's fucking go. Good shit. 
that's, that's deep. deep. All right. It is deep indeed. You feel that? You feel that? That's the ve- that's my that's the vein that goes more horizontal. Ooh, just hits the lip a little bit. Okay. If you want to submit a question, go to askpapasloy.com and call in. But we have a story. I, th- I saw this in the Daily Mail yesterday. And I thought it was funny because of the cope is so hard. It says sugar spike global diabetes rates to soar from 529 million to 1.3 billion by 2050. Okay. But it's not all to do with junk food diets. Of course not. Of course it's not. But you got to check this out. Um, Where's the part here? Scientists at the University of Washington, Seattle, called the figures alarming and warned of an impending wave of heart disease and stroke cases. I guess it's also because of all the experimental drugs that people have been pumping in their bodies for the last few years on top of all the bad habits. Um, but I want to scroll through. Blah, blah, blah. Diabetes rates. We all know this. No one thought, no, diabetes is going to go down by 2050. But here's what I wanted to say. Let's see. Uh, The rise will be driven almost entirely by type 2 diabetes linked to lifestyle, while rates for type 1, which is linked to genetics, are set to remain flat, which is understandable. Scientists said about half the new diabetes cases can be linked to obesity. Not surprised, but check this out. But the other half may be instead related to other factors, such as someone's age, eating a poor diet, of course, or even air pollution. (gasps) Air pollution. Wow. Air pollution. So here we go with the socioeconomic, you know, and all this stuff, like... Um, some studies have also suggested air pollution could cause type two diabetes, claiming that the particles may trigger inflammation in the body when they get past the skin barrier that can make cells more insulin resistant to insulin. Uh, personally, I, I think that's a little personally, that's a little bit of a stretch. They're tra- they're, they're going to start to say, right. You're going to blame it on global warming, right? Global warming and pollution because air pollution, right? All the, all those green, this green, you know, ESG and nonsense. So it's air pollution, it's carbon emissions, but my environment, but my climate change. We're ca- like, so in other words, that's causing climate change. And it's also causing diabetes. You mean it's people eating garbage fucking food. So how do you extrapolate for that? All the people that are eating perfectly and exercising hard, but then still around air. Like, how do you actually tease that out? It's so hard to do. Uh, some studies have also suggested air pollution could cause type 2 diabetes, blah, blah. Let's see. Dr. Lian Ong, an epidemiologist, says the rapid rate at which diabetes is growing is not only alarming, but also challenging for every health system in the world, given how the disease also increases the risk for ischemic heart disease and stroke. Uh, while the general public might believe type 2 diabetes is simply associated with obesity, lack of exercise, and a poor diet, preventing and controlling it is quite complex due to a number of factors. Is it really? Is it really? That while the general public, those stupid fucking peasants, might believe that type 2 diabetes is simply associated with obesity, lack of exercise, and poor diet. Those silly people. While the general public, that's a nice way of saying stupid fucks that are not a doctor like me. In my opinion, that's how I, that, that, that's how I perceive that. Well, the general public might believe that it's because people eat like shit and sit on their fat fucking asses. It's quite complex. Uh, due to a number of factors, that includes someone's genetics. Ah, but my genetics. Now, genetics can make you more predisposed, but it's still your lifestyle habits. Um, let's see here. 
as well as logistical, social, and financial barriers within a country's structural system, especially in low- and middle-income countries. Okay, so, but my oppression. Um, Dr. Lauren Stafford, a diabetes expert from Washington. That's a good start. Some people might be quick to focus on one or a few risk factors, but that approach doesn't take into account the conditions in which people are born and live that create disparities worldwide. Okay. All right. Uh, Those inequities. Ah, inequity. There's the word. Ultimately impact people's access to screening and treatment and the availability of health services. That's precisely why we need a more complete picture of how diabetes has been impacting populations at a granular level. And we're scrolling up. Okay. So, you know, you're taking things on the fringe as like a potential factor. Yeah. Are there other factors? Sure. But that's not why the number's going up so dramatically. That's not why. Inequity is not why it's fucking going up. It's been going up for a long time. Yeah, there's been inequity like improve. Come on. We know why it's going up. The cause is lifestyle habits. Now, we talk about people that might you know, be categorized as not having a lot of money for food. Okay, well, what are you doing with that food? You're going to McDonald's. You're going to Burger King. You're going to Taco Bell. Now, that money works at other places, too. And we're not just talking about, we're talking about people that have plenty of money for food and they're eating garbage. So yeah, people are getting more unhealthy everywhere, but that's because you have these mega corporations, monocrop agriculture. You have the World Economic Forum. They want you to eat the fucking buds, bugs. They want you to eat corn and soy covered with glyphosate and atrazine. They want you to eat shit. They want you to stay inside when we knew that if you want to be healthy, especially during the lockdowns, which were more dangerous than actually the vid, You go outside, get sun, natural disinfectant, get exercise, go get healthy. You can't go to the beach. You can't go to the park. You can't go. So fuck you and your nonsense. You're killing people and you're giving garbage advice. Well, it's not just, it's your genetic. Every time they try to push this genetics bullshit, it doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help anyone. You know why? Because it takes the onus off the individual. Well, it's my genetics. Well, look, something said genetics, which you don't fucking know. You don't know, nor do you know the actual impact. Well, it's 25% genetics. It's 84% genetics. It's 55. We know it's this gene. They don't fucking know. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't know. But they always talk like they do. But they don't. Okay? But it's my genetics, so I can't do anything. I'm just fat because of my genetics. No, you're fat because you eat garbage and you sit on the couch all the fucking time. That's why you're fucking fat. You eat shit. It's like, shut up. But my genetics. Well, then fucking get fat and die, I suppose, and don't do anything. Like, that doesn't help anyone blaming your fucking genetics. It doesn't. You blame your fucking genetics and you won't stop eating Taco Bell. Oh, but your genetics. It's not your fucking genetics. It's your fucking goddamn garbage habits. All right. We're on fire. We're fucking raging. Boom shakalaka. Raging. Raging. It's raging. That's a huge bitch. All right. Let's go into some more balls deep. So that was that. But my diabetes.
but your shit fucking habits. Let's raffle this off to the fam. Pick a number, one, two, three, or four. One, two, three, or four. What's in the box? We're going to keep this moving because we got overtime in just a few minutes. So let's fucking go. Pick a number, one, two, three, or four. Is it one? Oh, we got a, we, I saw, I didn't see this question from Amelia. We'll do a throwback here. Amelia asks, uh, Papa Swilly, I have a hard time holding the bar traditionally during a squat. It's just, is it just as effective to hold on the front? I've got long arms and notice the bar is pushed up to my neck when I hold on the back. Well, a high bar squat is more effective. You might want to use a safety bar squat. Um, I wouldn't say it's as effective to hold on the front. It's going to be much more hard to hold it on the front. Um, and it's going to, it's going to be more stressful on your body. You might want to do a hack squat or a Smith machine, but a safety bar you can hold from the front. So that might be a better option. Front squats are great for the overload, but it's less of a stable exercise. So if your goal is to crush your quads, you really want to put yourself in the most stable position. So leg press, hack squat, Smith machine, pendulum squat. These are things that are generally going to be better because you're going to be able to overload more. Um, with the front squat, your arms and your thoracic spine, that's going to fatigue much earlier than your quads. All right, let's do John, number one. John, number one. Yeah. All right, John. This one's called Big Boned. All right. It's got to be John. Big Boned. Here we go. So I'm Big Boned. Jesus and Christ, your big voice. Why are you talking so loud? Your loud fucking mouth, too. So I'm big boned. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as big boned. Have you seen those x-rays, right? Can someone bring up that picture? I guess no one's gonna be able to do that. Let me do that. I'm, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll play it and I'll look it up while she's So yapping. I'm big boned. Yeah, and like ever that. since I was younger, I always thought that I was big boned, like big frame. Um, and then I came to find out that it was a myth and a yep. lot of fitness people, especially on TikTok, say it's a myth, right? It is. It is. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not big boned because apparently that's what people say as an excuse if they're fat. That's what people say, right? And they say Wrong. big boned is a myth. And I'm like, surely it's not because I swear that my bones are actually massive. Anyways, I just got a body composition scan and explain this. This is how much my bone weighs. And see the big exclamation mark? What? It's not normal, is it? I'm in the high range. That means my bone mass weighs a lot. So to all those people that said it's a myth, thank you. It is a myth. So, okay, this person, and this is stupid at its finest. So I have a picture of like what it looks like when someone's big bone. So this individual is comparing somewhat, all right, not everyone's gonna have the same bone mass based on height, like not everyone is going to have the same bone mass. That doesn't mean that some people have massive fucking bones. Okay. So in this video, it said that she was 3.1 kilograms of bone. So that means your bones were six pounds. Okay. I'm sure that's why you're fucking fat. Um, if you look at the bone mass range, I, I don't know what she did. Okay, wait. On the left, it says zero to two kilograms. I mean, if you are an infant. All right. The middle range. So instead from zero to two. So you're a non-human. You're zero. So let's just say two kilograms. Then you have two to three and then greater than three. So if we go from two, the low end, to over three, that's 2.2 pounds. If you're talking about kilograms, if this is whatever this means. So a difference of two pounds. 
that doesn't that excuse me that doesn't equate to why you're 300 fucking pounds so you're saying greater than three kilograms and she showed up as 3.1 i've never seen this before i'm just using the numbers on the screen like i would say that bones are more than six fucking pounds does that make sense i don't know i don't know what bone weight is i really don't but bone mass so it says over three kilograms a kilogram is 2.2 pounds. So you have 3.1. Normal is two to three and small or low is zero to two. So 1.9 to two is like low to normal and then high. Oh, two pounds. Two pounds. Two pounds. So you're saying that just because some people have more bone mass because they lift weights or whatever. Yeah. There's no way your skeleton only weighs six pounds. I don't know what the fuck that was. That that doesn't make sense. But I'm just saying using those numbers, it's like the different, my point was the low to the high, that the differential was extremely low. So saying that there's no such thing as being big boned means that the mass of your bones, even at the higher end of being a human, because yes, yeah, some people have or taller. It doesn't mean that everyone's got the same exact bone density. It just means that one person that's 300 pounds doesn't have five times the amount of bone that the other person has. It means that that's not the factor as to why you're fucking morbidly obese. Does that make sense? That's what it means. It means that your bone structure is not the reason why you're morbidly obese. That the skeleton is not the reason why you look like Tweedledee or Tweedledum. That's the point. You're not round like a circle, like a circle. You're not round because of your bones. You don't have a round fucking skeleton. And I showed the picture on the screen. This is the image I was talking about. Look, look at there. I put it right on my face, right in the middle of the fucking screen. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that big boned person. Look at that big bone person. Look at that. So, look at those bones. Wow. Okay. <sighs> All right. Thanks, John. Thanks, John, you fucking mook. Fuck thanks, John, for that shitty pick. Yeah, Google says human skeletons are 14% of your body weight on average. I don't know. What, what was that measurement that she was showing? What was that? Olaf. <laughs> cool story, Hansel. What, what was that? What was that measurement? Why did it say 3.1 greater than three kilograms? Like, what was that all about? Bottom line, the small, like, I, I'm just going off that number. You're showing that like small, medium, large, like maybe it was only one portion. I don't know what that meant. I, I don't know what, I don't know what metric that was. But in other words, based on what she was showing, like the difference was nominal, like negligible. Bottom line, just because some people have, some people are seven feet tall. Freddie says that was a Tanita scale measurement. I have one. It's fucking dumb. It certainly is dumb. I don't know what a Tanita is. Anyway, bottom line, just because some people have a heavier skeleton because they lift weights or they have more of it because they're taller or they just genetically have slightly more. You don't have so much more that that's the reason why you look like a blimp. That's not how bones work, is my point. Okay. 
Uh, pick a number, one, two, or three. One, two, or three. One, two, or three. What's the fucking number gonna be? One, two, or three. Why did my mouse stop working? Oh, come on. Why did my Matt mouse stop working? Damon. Christ. Jeebus. I charge these things all the time. Are we not charged? All right. Maybe not. I guess not. Let me plug that beach in. Interesting. All right. I always got a backup. That's why I go, I go back and forth. I'm a monster. I go back to my trackpad to the mouse. So we'll trackpad it. We still got going. Look at me. Papa Swolio. Uh, Freddie says, Freddie goes with number three. Um, this one says TikTok. Oh, Jesus, Freddie. Come on, Freddie. I got hairy legs. Fredwick. Fredelstein. It's called TikTok McDonald's trend. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, here we go. Let's see what we got here. What's in the box? A whole bunch of stupid, I'm sure. All right, come on, trackpad. Let's go. I usually don't drag with the trackpad. Come on. Hold on a second. Uh-oh. There we go. Got it. The cravings can hit you at any time. When you crave something from McDonald's, nothing else goes close to it. Like I don't say, if you say stupid shit in Australia and it sounds really extra fucking dumb. Uh, what are you eating? What the fuck is that? So last night I was in bed and I was craving this, which is just an Oreo McFlurry with hash browns. <gasps> oh. Oh. You're insane, gold member. Oh my god. This is what happens. This is what happens in the southern hemisphere. This is what happens when your toilet bowls go backwards. Your brain IQ goes backwards too. A McFlurry with hash browns, you sick twisted fuck. You're a sick fuck. I was in bed last night and I had a craving. I was thinking about this hash browns and McFlurry. Is that what you, is that what you, you're in bed? Talk about getting a fucking life. Talk about a crackhead. Understand how addicted you are. You thought about that in bed. You thought about that in bed. Rather than going to sleep, you thought about literally drugs. This, I'm, I'm talking, I'm addressing it the way it is. These are drugs. Oh, Papa Soy, that's extreme. That's extreme unpopular opinion. I know fast food is drugs. How do you, uh, like I always say, how do you consume drugs? You put them in your mouth, you put them in your nose, you inhale them, you inject them. What's the difference? You're eating drugs. You're eating this. You're putting in your fucking mouth. You're putting in your body. You're putting on your skin. So it absorbs or you're injecting it. Look at this fucking trash. I'm goes close to it at all so last night i was in bed and i was craving this which is just an oreo mcflurry because i'm a drug breads. addict trying the mcflurry hash brown macca's hack it's a yes from us 
11 out of 10. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. We need a church break. We need to see you because you're so cute. Save us. Save us from the stupid. Save us from the stupid, church. Oh, save us. Ah. Thank goodness for the church. Thank goodness. Thank goodness we have her. You're so cute. You're so cute. Good girl. Oh, my God. Lick that puss. Lick that puss. Oh, no, she's going to sleep. All right. Just tuck the head in there. We got Tainty Man. He's out. Oh, my God. Gross. Gross. The reason why you want that is because you're, there's tons of salt, there's sugar, and there's fat. So I guess there's the fat in the McFlurry, but it's really just sugar. It's like corn syrup, and the McFlurry is just sugar. So it's sugar and salt. And then you're getting the hash brown with salt, but it's the, um, and you're getting some, you're getting some protein, right? But you're getting the, the fat from the vegetable oil. So that combination of sugar from whatever's in the McFlurry to the fat and the salt, that's what hits that bliss point and you can't stop eating. If you isolate, if you only eat, if you're eating fat and salt, like a steak, protein, fat, and salt, you're going to eat, you're going to get full. If you add carbs to that, that's when you can't stop eating. So if you're having a steak with butter and salt on it, you'll get full. Any of you that know this, I've done carnivore, eat steak, and like you just get full. You have nutrient density, you get satisfied, you're done. But if you add it in some white rice or a sweet potato or pasta or something to that, you just can't stop eating because you have essentially those little verticals, like those little gas tanks that your brain fills up, it switches gears. And that's why you go back from salt to sweet and salt to sweet. And after that you crave sweet. It's just because your body has these certain evolutionary pathways to satisfy these different needs for energy. So when you're consuming in that, of course it tastes good. And if you look at Oreos or something actually in the store and you think, oh, it's just sugar. No, it's fat and it's salt. Like, why do they put so much salt in ice cream? Why do they put so much salt in cookies? It's because it gets you to not be able to stop eating them. Like, well, there's no fat in Oreos. Yeah, there are. They put tons of vegetable oil, canola oil, all these seed oils and vegetable oils, safflower oil. They put that in there because it, your brain doesn't understand when it's full and thinks it's hungry for longer. That's why you can't eat just one. You have to fucking eat the whole row. All right, disgusting. That like just fucking gross. Fucking gross. Um, Freddie, thanks, Freddie. Thank you. Everyone blame Freddie. Um, haze Freddie in the comments, please. Thank you. What are you looking at, butthead? Uh Freddie with uh like I always say, you're you're picking the you're trying to pick the least stanky pile piece of shit from a pile of shit. So 
what do you expect? You're not going to, you're never, you're never going to pick something that's, oh, it's a good video. So understand that by choosing a video, you're choosing something that's going to be a huge pile of shit, a huge piece of shit. And it's going to stink. The question is, is it going to stink more than others? It's just a piece of shit. It's just a piece of shit. Okay. So let's see what we got here. We got another video. We got another video. Let's see what we got here. Bum, bum, bum. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. All right, pick a number one or two. One or two. What's in the box? One or two. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Number one or number two? Numero uno or numero dos? All right, let's go with Sheldon. Sheldon says number two. Sheldon, number two. All right, Sheldon. Last one. This is called problem. Wait. <laughs> this is called a guide to teaching gender ideology. Well, thanks, Sheldon. Talk about a huge pile of shit. All right, last one. I got this. It's it's hard to drag with the trackpad. There we go. Here we go. Hiya, if you're an Hiya. educator and want to bring gender and queer affirming practices into your classrooms, stick no around. No one does. I'm Linz. I'm a queer and trans non-binary author and kids. Stop you right there, chief. I'm Linz. I'm a queer. <clears throat> I'm a queer and trans non-binary author and kids creator. Say something stupider in one breath. Now you can't even be now with all the letters, the letter gang, the alphabet gang, you can't even pick one anymore. You, you're, you can't mix them. You can't mix them. You can't be lesbian and gay and bisexual and queer and non-binary. And you can't add these things together. Okay. You have to pick one. And chances are, it's only going to be the first one or two. You like men, you like women, that's it. Everything else is just fantasy land. This isn't Neverland. Queer doesn't, what does that mean exactly? Non-binary means nothing. Like, these mean nothing. These mean nothing. Trans non-binary author and kids creator. Okay. Creator, well known for my web series, Queer Kids Stuff. And I have a brand new book that just came out called Rainbow Parenting, Your Guide to Raising Queer Kids and Their Allies. And even though it's a parenting book, it's really for anyone with 
relationships with young people and educators are a huge, huge part of kids. Life. Tell me that this, this person is not a pedophile. Tell me that grooming isn't happening. Yeah. Parenting, raising queer kids. There's no such thing. There are boys and girls and boys have a penis. Girls can, have vagina. You can raise them to believe in Santa Claus. You can raise them to believe in many things. Relationship with young people. You mean trying to fuck kids? So I wrote a little note to educators in the beginning of the book, and I thought I would read it to you. Oh, All great. Right. For educators, you are the vanguard of this work. Most kids spend more time in classrooms than they do at home, but you already know that. Yeah, you know have that's right. That's right. More, most kids spend more time in the classroom, so here's how you can manipulate their little innocent brains. You already know that. You know the power you have over small minds, and you understand the responsibility that comes with it, or Ooh. at least I hope you do. If you've been nervous about bringing LGBTQ plus and social justice work into your classroom, no matter your subject or personal identity, I hope this book gives you courage. When you're writing lesson plans and coming up with activities, you might remember this book and remind yourself to include a blank space for pronouns next to name on a handout or worksheet or test. When a boy in your class starts wearing a dress to school, you might use the tools in this book to affirm his choice and have frank and open conversations about gender with your class. Uh. And when a narrow-minded school administrator or disgruntled parent asks you about your teaching methods. Or disgruntled parent, in other words. This is this is literally what evil looks like. This is literally what evil looks like. You should not be teaching children anything that parents do not agree with. Period. End of story. It's not your child. It's not your place. This makes me so fucking upset. You can hand in this book so you don't have to do the work and expend the emotional labor yourself. I hope this book teaches you something. Nope. But I also hope... I, I can't even talk and read my book. I hope book. this book teaches you something, but I also hope it inspires you. Because you inspire me. All right, I'm done. That's it. That's it. Matt Damon. Yeah, they know it's going to upset parents. That's exactly right. SH says, so they know that's going to upset parents. Yeah. So when you have disgruntled parents, when you have parents that don't agree with you teaching their kids about gay sex, well, you could just hand them this book and then you don't have to talk to them. Yeah. Um, homeschool your kids. All right. What a stupid face. Now let's get into another video, but we're going to go into balls. We're going to go into overtime. I want my mouse back. I want my mouse back. All right, we have this one here. Uh, we got a throwback time. All right, here we go. Throwback. Beaches, and then we're going into O fucking T. Here we go. Throwback time. I'm here. You are not a better person for being thin. Oh boy. You're not a better person for being thin. Uh, a better person? I'm definitely a healthier person. Health mm -hmm. has no moral value. Even your breath stinks of mediocrity. You're not a better person for being healthy. Um, okay, you're welcome to your own opinion. I'm definitely going to live longer than you and be healthier. Well, Piggy, sometimes the truth hurts. <laughs> you're not a better person for being thinner. I don't want to be thin. I want to be swole as fuck, and I'm definitely a healthier person. And actually, when it comes to morality... I disagree. 
you know, I disagree. Maybe it's because they're trying to push this moral argument, but I'm actually starting more and more to think about it. Like, yeah, I think taking care of your health is a moral virtue. Like I do think it's something that is morally superior than letting your body just voluntarily go to shit, eating garbage and laying around doing jack shit, not taking care of yourself. Yeah. I do think is morally reprehensible at the same time. I'm not saying it should be illegal. I'm not saying that, you know, you're not a nice person, but you're definitely not nice to your body. I think it should be something that is pursued. Like, you know, I think there's an argument for it is my point. I'm not a morality expert. You know, the definition you can get, that's a whole philosophical or philosophical debate, but come on, just fucking take care of yourself. It's not that complicated, right? It's not that complicated. Just eat better food, eat real food and go to the fucking gym. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a whole debate. You can make that argument. Fine. It doesn't have to be like, moral. it's not moral. Like just fucking, why can't you just go to the gym and eat real goddamn food? Forget the moral debate, right? Just, it doesn't have to be that deep. Just go to the fucking gym. Okay. This, Jesus Christ. Dragging with a trackpad is the fucking worst. Why won't that go into the folder? Yeah, this is fucking bullshit. No? Oh, maybe it's something else in that folder. All right, whatever. Fam, uh, it's time for OT, so you can start heading over into the Daily Soul Telegram chat. Let's give away today's Swole card, and then we're going into motherfucking overtime. All right. I need my mouse back. Let's see if I got some charge. Let's see if I got some charge on this beach. Oh, I'm connected. Nice. All right, I'm going to drag that into the folder. Ah, oh, feels so much better now. How much charge do I got? Ooh, 10%. That was a fast charge. All right, hashtag Fef. Let's fucking go. Falcon, let's pick someone. Everyone hit that thumbs up button. Go stretch out those ear holes. I can't wait for OT. Let's fucking go. We got a winner, Chantal Graft. Congratulations. What? All right. Email us, support at Swolcard2604 in the subject, your mailing address in the body of the email. Thank you so much for being here. And before we do, fam, we got fucking OT. Finish him. All right. Let's get this fucking overtime bar up. And then we're going to hit that fucking, we're going to play some knowledge cock piano. Let's fucking do this. Fam, it's time for OT. Let's close this beach down. Come on now, fam. Start heading into the Daily Soul Telegram chat for the overtime pate. Congratulations. You lose.
overtime. New driving while gaining. New driving while gaining. Oh, the church. Oh, the churchy. We got it now, fam. Thank you for being here. Don't forget, tomorrow is Swole Slut Saturday. It is. It's Swole Slut Saturday. Got you diversity. Well, I, I could be wrong. I got you, guy. But I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. I better use my strong I got hairy legs. hand. Yeah, I know what it is, guy. I know what it is. Now, once you've had sex with a woman, she will naturally start to depend on you, okay? All women do this. the samples. Coast to coast. Oh, let's fucking go. Oh, oh, let's fucking go. I gave it a, uh, a tan. A tan. A fucking tan. Fam, we have overtime starting right now. Brand new drive mall gaining. Brand new balls deep edits. Are you not entertained? If you're not, you certainly will be. If you're just a brand new member, you don't know where to go. Log into your account right there on your homepage. Enter the Daily Swole Telegram chat, not the Swole Fam Telegram chat, the Daily Swole Telegram chat. And I'll see you there. Fam, thank you so much for being here. We'll see you tomorrow for Swole Slut Saturday. Overtime starts in two minutes. Peace, McGee's Deuce, Magoose, your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 out.